on this episode of Hit the Deck. The Pittsburgh Penguins are doubling down on teaching our veterans how to play ball hockey. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be taught how to play any sort of hockey, it's good to have excellent teachers. And I can't think of two better teachers than Jocelyn and Monique Lamoureux, gold medal champions. And out in Nassau, a couple of teammates are signing a lifetime contract. Congratulations to Terry and Joe, who have become engaged. It is a hockey engagement. It is uh, till deck do they part. Plus, Hit the Deck is ready to drop the puck on an awesome new project. It's final. It's, it's like that Ron Paul meme. It's happening! It's a lot of work. It's a huge labor of love, but I think that um, I'm looking forward to seeing the final product myself. All this and more coming up on this episode of Hit the Deck. Game on! Welcome to episode 151 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers, and oh man, I know it's been, it has been a little bit, it has been some little while since you got to hear these dulcet tones in the proper format, but we're back baby, we're happy to be podcasting right at you right at your ear holes taking a like winding up for a pod slapper right at your ear face so we are here and who is we you might ask if you've forgotten i know it's been a while if you've forgotten it is in fact something that i will address in tonight's starting lineup and for tonight's starting lineup in goal as ever, I am number 35, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey, and of course, my steadfast co-host. On defense, number four, I'm James Sejazy. How you doing, pal? Hanging in there, my friend. How about yourself? I'm all right. We've been up to some things of late, have we not? Yeah, that's quite exciting, and also it's great that the NHL preseason's in full swing, too, so things are going pretty well. A uh, special birthday, hopefully, for... All you hockey fans out there coming up on the weekend at the recording of this podcast. And a very special Saturday, too, in the American Rhino, if you wouldn't mind uh, letting us know what that is. Not hockey-related, though. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am celebrating a holiday. It is Batman Day. Batman. Batman. Batman Day Ha the dark night Saturday's Batman Day. That's exactly right. Yes, yes, that's what I hear. And yeah, the American Rhino is always so polite in inviting me to talk about my favorite superhero in Spider-Man, but uh, I should at least return the favor once in a blue moon and let the American Rhino regale us of his favorite comic book hero that he so brilliantly drafted in his deck hockey team a few years ago, by the way. 
You know the great thing about that little that little ditty that I just came up with on the fly, James? Yes. As I was singing that little theme song there, I was staring at my DVD box set of the complete series of Batman, the animated series. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, one of the all-time greatest cartoons ever. And of course, what I was doing was, uh, let's say, um, lyrical interpretation of the theme to that self-same show. Yeah, which, I mean, you know, Gary and I grew up on that, and, and it's it holds just as strong today as it did back when it premiered in the early 90s, late 80s, thereabouts. But um, the interesting thing about that, yes, that, that Batman is not mentioned in the, in the theme itself. It's just music. It's, a, you know, an instrumental, and it's, and it's exciting and great. And I think, do they even have, does it say Batman, the animated series at all in the ent- entrance? I think it's just Batman appearing up with the lightning and, you know, his chest blazing and all that with the bat signal on it. So it's like, if you don't know what you're watching, then you shouldn't be watching. But that, that's how cool <laughs> Batman is. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to not know who Batman is. He's kind exactly. of a cultural icon. Well, that's why they didn't need lyrics or a, or a you know, a font or anything like that. And I will say, James, I know this is this is well-worn ground that I'm about to tread here. I'm not making any controversial statements to you, but no one will ever convince me that there is a better Batman than Kevin Conroy and a better Joker than Mark Hamill. Amen on both counts. I'm sorry, Heath Ledger. I'm sorry, Christian Bale. I'm sorry, Jack Nicholson. I'm sorry, everybody who has their favorite Batman, who, you know, is a live action Batman, Adam West, Michael Keaton, you know, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm sorry if you have a favorite that's not one of those two men that I mentioned. But man, for, for me, I mean, I know part of it's that that's what I grew up on. But, you know, I also grew up watching the uh, the original Batman series in syndication. And, you know, I just... I, I'm sorry. The gold standard is Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. The American Rhino has spoken and period, exclamation point, end of story. Come at me, chum. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like that, uh, the American Rhino is going to send Captain Clown after you. <laughs> or the condiment <laughs> king. <laughs> Touche. Very good. Or uh, let's see, who's King Tut? He was he was a villain that was was created for that '66 Batman series, right? Yes. I don't think he ever appeared in the comics. Of course not, because he was too corny. Bookworm was another one. <laughs> yes, Bookworm. I have to admit, I did kind of like King Tut. <laughs> yeah, well, the Clock King. The Clock yeah. King was a character that I believe was created for that 66 series that they brought back in a completely different way for the animated series. Oh, wow. See, I just know him from the animated series. I didn't recall him from the uh, 60s version. Oh, yeah. he. W- okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> he, was, he was very hokey and did time-themed crimes. Uh, so I hope you're enjoying the Batcast so far, listener. <laughs> All right, Jeff, our Batman is showing, but, uh, you know, big deal. I'm not going to apologize about that. But uh, then on Sunday, another very significant person in, in your life, and especially on the deck, Mr. Mike Richter celebrates a birthday. So every 
USA hockey fan, at least, if you're not a Ranger fan, we can all get behind Mike Richter in one way or another. So number 35 celebrating another historic birthday and God bless for what a career he has had and post NHL career as well. And the impact that he's had on uh, your deck hockey career as well. Holy random tangents, Batman. (laughs) Yes, you are correct. You are correct about, uh, well, the impact of Batman, which you didn't say, but is true. And also Mike Richter, who has had a a significant impact on my my hockey viewing and my hockey (laughs) career. That's funny. My my hockey playing. (laughs) My hockey hobbying. But that's not the only things that have uh, been keeping us busy. But do we have to save that for the the podcast proper? Yeah, we'll tell you a little bit more about a special project that's coming down the pipe imminently at you a little later in the show. But for now, just know that, uh, you know, idle hands are the devil's playground and uh, get thee behind us, Satan. <laughs> yeah, and score one for Superfan Sue. Speaking of the uh, NHL preseason kicking off, at the recording of this podcast, the Rangers and uh, Devils played at least one game, and uh, it was an exciting game. You know, it was in Madison Square Garden. The Devils got the better of the Rangers, four to three, I think, was the final score. But a lot of the young talent on both teams really shone, and it's exciting to see. And hopefully, we will have a lot of fun for the rest when the NHL regular season kicks off. And the Islanders as well. They uh, had back to backs, uh, home and home, with the Flyers. So uh, their uh, preseason started off before the Rangers and Devils, or at least the Rangers as far as I know. So all three tri-state area teams in full preseason form, and we are just so excited to see hockey back, or at least the NHL, back in action. Yeah, I mean, look, the this podcast is all about hockey, not ice hockey specifically, but you know, it's definitely a larger part of our hockey love and hockey experience, so it's always nice to see the NHL come back. It's always nice, you know, when that that time of year rolls around because it's exciting. There's new beginnings. You know, it's been away long enough to really miss it. Even after a disastrous season for your favorite team, it's like, yeah, this year is the year, you know, and it almost never is. But you can still <laughs> hope springs eternal. That's right. And yeah, we've been pretty good with this podcast too. I mean, we're about deck hockey, obviously hit the deck, but uh, we've been pretty good with keeping the consistent topics strictly on the deck. Yeah, I mean, mostly. And one thing in particular that we did recently involving uh, the deck or a specific deck, in fact, James, I know uh, I know we covered it extensively recently. If you have been listening, listener, recently to the podcast, you've probably noticed that the last couple of episodes last week was not an official episode it was a special edition of hit the deck and the week before that was our 150th episode but it was almost entirely devoted to an interview with kelly k the ceo of the empower play project and um you know all that or a lot of that most of that centered around the idea of the new rank that we covered the opening of in massapequa so now that all that craziness is behind us, I just kind of wanted to ask you, James, how you thought that whole thing shook out ultimately. You know, what final impressions of everything that we covered and 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 how all that worked out for us as a whole? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to beat me up when you see me in person, but um, it, it went so well and you deserve all the credit for it. And as does Kelly and Seb and, and everybody involved and, and Craig as well. 
for their hospitality, for reaching out to us and, and doing the interview for uh, HDD 150 with Kelly was an honor and, and we really thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought the interview was great. It was intriguing and, and um, very entertaining. And then the day when we went to cover the reopening and grand opening of the arena and, and, and the sports complex itself in Massapequa was, I mean, the day itself, the, the weather was so picture perfect, mm. absolutely stunning. And then on top of that, the American Rhino did such an excellent job with broadcasting everything and bringing his own equipment. And it all worked flawlessly, which was something that, you know, in, in, the, in the podcasting universe, that doesn't really happen very often especially when you're on location. So that was so well done. And the banner, the hit the deck banner, I thought looked fantastic. So the pictures that we were able to put up on our Instagram and from the, the uh, Massapequa Nassau PAL league that they put up pictures themselves. And there was even an incredible drone picture of the new deck. So on their Facebook and Instagram and Twitter feeds, and they were kind enough to include us as well. So that was quite an honor. Sorry for the long tangent, but it, all in all, it was, it couldn't have been any better. It was such a thrill and honor to be involved with it and how everything went so well. The interviews went so well. The weather was so beautiful and we were able to go out and play a little bit and try out the deck and see what an incredible job it was. And uh, really, we recommend anybody in the Long Island area, and that includes here in, in New York City proper, that uh, Massapequa is not that far out. And to please check out the deck superstars and the Massapequa deck, and you will not be disappointed. Everything was fantastic. Hopefully we have a nice long relationship with Kelly and what he's up to and all the great work that he's, he's, he's been responsible for and will be responsible for. Uh, I absolutely loved it. And I thank you. I thank Kelly. I thank Seb. I thank the Massapequa pal and deck superstars and everybody involved. It was a really fantastic. Yeah. I pretty much echo that except, for the, all that stuff about me, but for for the rest of it, yeah, I, I echo it wholeheartedly. Great experience, and I hope we can do more things like that in the future. And hey, if you are new to Hit the Deck, if if somehow our coverage of all that stuff out in Massapequa has brought you to us a new, and you you know you're you're relatively new to the podcast, then welcome. We hope you'll stick around through all the nonsense. Uh, because honestly, once you strip out all the nonsense, there's not much left, but, uh, <laughs> hopefully that's what you're here for. And hopefully we can entertain you a little bit. And for those of you who've stuck around since the beginning or hopped on the train somewhere along the way, we really do appreciate your continued patronage as well. And, you know, that being the case, we, we appreciate your indulging us through the beginning of this thing, but I think it's probably a good time James, to put the onus on you and ask if you wouldn't mind telling us what is on deck for this podcast. Would be happy to, sir. Thank you kindly. Deck Vets, twin sisters from the Women's USA National Hockey Team, show off their incredible patriotism by teaching our heroic female veterans how to play deck hockey. We'll love, honor, and play deck with. Congratulations to Terry and Joe of the Nassau Suffolk Deck Hockey League on their engagement. Posted on the NSDH Facebook page were pictures of Joe on the deck in full goalie gear, but without mask, proposing to Terry as she accepted. And New York's in Carolina's zone. We at Hit the Deck are proud to announce a brand new series called Tape Deck. 
From the brilliant mind of the American Rhino, we bring you highlights from deck games, tournaments, pickup games, and everything in between, from the leagues you play in, and show them off on our YouTube channel. First up is the Raleigh Street Hockey League's 2019 Summer Shootout. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You are welcome, sir. Yeah, that that last thing we will definitely talk about later. Lots to circle back with. I have to say, though, if I had proposed on a deck rink um, in full goalie gear, I think my wife would have turned around and walked away. (laughs) So uh, I think the way I actually did it, you know, on Christmas in front of the Christmas tree worked out a a little bit better for me. Hey, to each his own. So that that, we've been married for 14 years, so I must have done something right. Yeah, well done, and a beautiful couple that you are, and, and many, many, is, many more healthy years. Well, from thank you. you. This is this is just an aside, although you know the listener probably has no idea about this, but not only did my marriage cement a union between myself and my wife, but it actually James brought you and I back together because yeah, that's true. Uh, you you graciously stepped into my wedding party after somebody who I went to high school with kind of flaked out on me and you know i think that whole experience kind of really really brought us much closer together than than we had been for a while uh, and and i guess eventually led all the way here so uh you know good for all of us i think yeah agreed um yeah unfortunately when i graduated from college and uh you know that's where i met the american rhino in our college days and it's been an honor to your friend for over 20 years and that's one of the things that yes definitely brought us together and it, that's just a guy thing you know like uh you can have a best friend you grew up with and not talk to him for years and call him on the phone it's like you know <laughs> you just spoke to him yesterday but mm-hmm. um but exactly that that's another benefit and and i'm very grateful for that so uh so thank you and thank jen your lovely wife as well uh i will do that thank you but before before we get to all that wedded bliss we have to talk about uh, something, well, not more important, but something something else that is very important work that is going on in the deck world. And that is our important veterans here in the United States being taught how to play deck hockey by world champions. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be taught how to play any sort of hockey, it's good to have excellent teachers. And I can't think of two better teachers. Then Jocelyn and Monique Lamoureux, gold medal champions, silver medal too, but they uh, pulled off the gold, beating Team Canada, their arch rivals, back in the 2018 Winter Olympics. And just true patriots that they are, these wonderful women, they've been, which is amazing how twin sisters are that good and um, earned their spot on Team USA and have been on that team for, for a few years just as a compliment and and a credit to their longevity and and talent so they're looking to give back to our other heroes and to paraphrase miss uh, jocelyn and monique the uh, true heroes as they feel and you know i I think we agree with that too here at hit the deck of our uh, military uh, members and so for the female veterans Great idea for them to because they're based in Pittsburgh and we've talked about uh, Pittsburgh being such a wonderful hockey town for both deck and ice and everything in between. They wanted to teach the female veterans 
deck hockey, specifically deck. And of course, we're going to get into that why deck as we have in in the past on this wonderful podcast. But that's just incredible that they uh, have their hearts in the right place and their patriotism is for real and their love of hockey and appreciation for our military all rolled into one. And you just can't compliment them enough. I don't remember these ladies. I mean, obviously, they look exactly alike since they are twins, but I, I don't remember or maybe they don't doesn't say they're identical twins it just says they're twins and that doesn't necessarily imply that but do they play the same position i know twins are supposed to do like everything together and (laughs) and and have like a hive mind do they play the same position yeah that would be interesting if they were both defensemen or something but uh, i don't believe that they they do um i'd imagine that it's kind of like what the Sundine twins of the vancouver fame in the nhl did But I do know that they have quite an amazing resume with not only being silver medal champions and, of course, gold champions as well, but they've been on seven IIHF Women's World Championships, 10 Four Nations Cups, among others. And I do think that in the overtime goal, I think this is how it went. I just want to get the sisters' names correct on who did what. Uh, I know one of them tied the game late in the Mon- third. Monique scored the game-tying goal late, and Jocelyn scored the game-winning goal in the shootout. Now, thoughts about winning a gold medal in a shootout notwithstanding, you know, that's that's a pretty impressive resume for the two of them. Yeah, and thank you for the save there, American Rhino. <laughs> Cheers. As always. So, yeah, so recently, this was only just a couple of weeks ago, they were in the Bloomfield Project Power Play deck to put on a clinic for the female veterans. This is in Pittsburgh. And specifically, the Veterans Leadership Program, or the VLP. So they kind of combined forces there, pardon the pun, and decided to, hey, let's use deck hockey as a way to help these ladies if maybe they're looking to readapt into um, regular life outside of the military, or hopefully they don't have any post-traumatic syndrome to worry about or anything like that. PTSD. Thank you again, and so on and so forth. But just, hey, just get together, keep that camaraderie, and uh, play some deck hockey and have some fun. Um, so it makes sense, too. They even said it, too, that uh, that Jocelyn and, and Monique, that to teach natural athletes as it is with being these military veterans, it wasn't that hard that they were able to learn the basics really quickly. So that's what they did. They did the stick handling, go over the rules, and so on and so forth. And then before you knew it, in the same session they broke the women up into teams and they started playing a scrimmage yeah and honestly if you do get to encounter these ladies ask jocelyn to show you her oops i did it again toe drag shootout move (laughs) i i don't remember that but i think i will have to google it because i am intrigued no i i I think you once you put some thought into it, you'll really, you'll remember it pretty quickly because it was so remarkable. And uh, not only the fact that she pulled off the shot flawlessly, but to be under that amount of pressure is something that I can't even fathom. I mean, it, you're talking about Olympic gold, you're talking against your arch rival, and you're talking against do or die. So absolutely incredible. So to have this woman teach you how to play deck hockey you know you're in really good hands Hmm. yeah and honestly good for them like good for these two obviously they're not kind of superstars like nhl players are 
and they don't get paid to uh you know to to live that kind of uh hockey lifestyle they have other things going on you know they have to earn their living outside of the hockey world as well because you know it, unfortunately women's hockey is very difficult to make a career out of so the fact that not only are these skilled ladies able and willing to set aside time in their busy schedule to, you know, put on a clinic and and teach people. But the fact they're teaching our veterans how to better, you know, bond and, and be better teammates with one another. It's really, you know, it is important. It's 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 an important thing. And it's great to give them something to do when they're back here after they've left the service. I know a lot of veterans do have trouble reintegrating into society. So the fact that they have something like this, I mean, it's hockey, whatever, but, but it, it's something, you know, it, it is, it's not nothing. It's, it, it is something of significance, at least as far as I'm concerned. So really, uh, as you said, a, a stick tap to both of those ladies for, for doing this. Yeah, and the credit goes to Comcast, the Penguins themselves, and the Veterans Leadership Program, as all three of them came together and were behind this. And I don't know if they reached out to uh, Jocelyn and Monique, or if Jocelyn and, and Monique just volunteered. Either way, it doesn't matter, because they were more than welcome and, and more than excited to be a part of this. And yeah, they have a busy schedule, you know, I mean... You don't just become an Olympic gold medal champion out of the blue. You really have to work at it and, and maintain that. So that's really remarkable on, on their part as well. Uh, the mayor of Pittsburgh, Bill Peduto, was very appreciative of it as well, as uh, just paraphrasing, because we're quoting an article written by Michelle Crecilio, and apologies if I didn't pronounce that name correctly. This was posted on the Penguins website itself. But anyway, uh, Mayor Peduto was saying that uh, the Penguins helped finance and build that beautiful deck arena that they're playing in, or, or the rink, in um, the Memorial Park, and it's exactly what it was built for. So for the local Pittsburgh veterans to take advantage of it and do something so positive and so much fun, really, it just all really comes into full circle, and it is exactly what Kelly was talking about and what Gary and I talk about every week, and you take the skating out of it, and you make it a lot more affordable where you don't have to worry about ice time and, and that much equipment. All due respect to the goalies out there. And we appreciate you so, so much mm. for uh, putting the bill for all of that beautiful equipment to keep you safe. Um, Cheers. And, yeah. And there you go. So you just play some deck hockey, something to do once a week, maybe twice a week. And uh, as they even said, too, that the arena is outside. So when they did this a couple of weeks ago, the weather was beautiful. So they were even saying that, uh, you know, you don't necessarily want to be cooped up inside, uh, you know, an ice arena. You know, you could be outside, enjoy the, uh, the the fresh air and play some hockey and have some fun. Yeah. All right. I'm sold. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure, too, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, obviously, and, and you're a, a veteran, a female veteran, and maybe the, 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 the male veterans, too, have a program, as they should, just to be inclusive or whatnot. But uh, if you're a female veteran and, and you find yourself that you want to visit Pittsburgh or something, check it out. I'm sure there's information on the Pittsburgh website. I'm sure uh, Jocelyn and Monique probably have Twitter and Instagrams that you could look into. The Veterans Leadership Program 
would probably uh, be a good place to, to look into it as well. The Veterans Leadership Program would be a good avenue to check out. So there are ways for you to look into it, and maybe it'll stretch out to locally where you are. You know, if, if you're not in Pittsburgh or uh, if you're in California or something or you know, Florida or wherever, you know, check it out. Maybe the uh, Veterans Leadership Program and, and the uh, Lamaru Twins would uh, be happy to get something going in your own backyard. Absolutely. And something that's going on in our backyard is out at the Nassau Suffolk Deck Hockey League, not not very far from where the American Rhino happens to reside, just a, a little little ways out on Long Island, is, uh, you know, engagement of a different sort. <laughs> is, uh, as, as we mentioned in the on deck, you know, congratulations to Terry and Joe, who have become engaged. It is a hockey engagement. It is uh, till deck do they part. <laughs> well done. Uh, do you, goalie, take this shooter to be your lawfully wedded wife in scoring <laughs> and in drought through wins and losses till deck do you part? <laughs> Pastor American Rhino. <laughs> I could do the like the Jesse Jackson kind of do you Joe take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife. Well, this I is going to th- th- that that's a good one but this will prove why you're the married one and, and why I'm single. I'd prefer the Spaceballs version. <laughs> do you do you, do you, do you <laughs> good you're married kiss her. Ah <laughs> uh. But uh, yeah, really, this is fantastic. So congratulations to Joe and Terry and and many, many years of good health and and happiness and many wins on the deck area as well. But that's pretty cool. As as you were saying, uh, that that was a lovely way to propose to your lovely bride Christmas. I can't think of a better day than that. My brother was very romantic in in proposing to my sister-in-law too. They have a a special place uh, upstate. Uh, So that all kind of came full circle too. But this is pretty cool. I mean, this is up in the ante for us deck players out there, uh, uh, single ones anyway. So uh, I don't know if you could top that. So well done. It was done at center deck. And as we said, Joe was in his full goalie gear, except did not wear the mask. So very good move on his part. And uh, very Mm -hmm. happy that uh, Terry said yes. All the single players, all the single players, all (laughs) the single players, all the single players. Yeah. And well done to the uh, Nassau Suffolk Deck Hockey facebook page for posting the pictures and sharing the wonderful moment that's really sweet and then if you like it then you better shoot a puck at it if you like it then you better shoot a puck at it well yeah i mean you know speaking of the nhl before when you win the stanley cup but you also get a ring right so yeah absolutely (laughs) uh you know it's funny my daughter what did we have on yesterday we had on oh uh, after the mets game was over they were showing amazing finishes, which is mm. a highlight show where they they pick a year and they show the top ten best finishes to Mets games for that year. And uh, on the on the screen after a game, I think it was the last one when they clinched a playoff spot. Somebody gave somebody else a, a Gatorade bath, and my daughter was like, "Why? Why is that man pouring stuff on that other man?" I said, I'll, I explained the whole concept of a Gatorade bath and uh, she, she wasn't impressed. She wasn't sold, but you know, I mean, for, for a wedding 
do you like do you dump a vat of champagne on somebody? <laughs> that, that would be very expensive. That would be, but um, I have a great idea for the for the wedding cake. Mm. And, and you're probably guessing what it'll be. I a zamboni? No, wait, that's not. That's a good one. That, that's a good one. That's not. That's not deck related. Well, neither is this, but I still think it's it's a good idea nonetheless because it's the ultimate prize in all of hockey. Mm, a lifetime discount to the Sizzler. That's a good one. Is it? Do they get that? Do they get that when they they win the, the Stanley Cup Finals? I don't know. They get a big silver trophy. Is the Sizzler? I I think I posed this on a previous podcast, and I never got an answer. Is the Sizzler still around? Is that still a viable franchise? You really want me to look it up? I will. No, let's James. Like any good union. Let's leave a little mystery, yeah? Okay. But anyway, yeah, I think the wedding cake would be would be pretty cool if they had a Stanley Cup looking wedding cake. But uh, don't try and pick it up, though. You know, James, I <laughs> can you imagine Mr. and Mrs. Jose, Ho- Jose, Hose, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Joe, come get your Stanley. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> can can we? Oh. We can we can save some of it. We can salvage some here. Do you want? Th- oh, uh, uh, can anybody make a BJ's run real quick? <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Well, <laughs> that wouldn't be a good way to get off to a life together. No. Ah, uh, oh well. But before we move on, just also other congratulations to uh, while we're in the Nassau Suffolk Deck Hockey League, the um. 2019 Adult League summer season uh, concluded with three champions of the different leagues. So in the C division, congratulations to Eye of the Bra. In the D division, congratulations to Salty Dogs. And in the E division, congratulations to the Fall Guys, all champions of their adult summer season. And it's not Nassau Suffolk deck, but it is a friend of the show. Congratulations to Superfan Anthony and his misfits for making the playoffs. Hey, awesome. That's great news. Yep. And uh, James, you know, I you I know you had mentioned you had said that that a Stanley Cup is not strictly speaking relevant to deck hockey and you're not wrong. But what is relevant to deck hockey and specifically to this broadcast is the Carolina Cup, which is the trophy for the Raleigh Street Hockey League. Now, why James why might I pick this moment to bring up the Raleigh Street Hockey League? It's a mystery to everyone, unless you actually paid attention to the on deck, in which case you can probably guess at what I'm segueing to here. James, well, I was going to ask if you're sitting down, but I know you're sitting down and you already know what we're doing, so there's no reason for you to be shocked. Listener, you have been, over the last several months, you have been cajoled and implored and, and, and just harangued by us to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hit the Deck Podcast on YouTube. Pretty easy to find. Deck is spelled D-E-K. We're there. If you have not yet done so, now I am going to tell you, now is the time for you to subscribe because it's final. It's, it's like that Ron Paul meme. It's happening! Uh, okay, so... 
next week, James and I are not going to release an episode of Hit the Deck. We are taking the week off intentionally. And the reason we are not releasing an episode of the podcast next week is because Saturday, September 28th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on our YouTube channel will be the premiere, the inaugural premiere first episode of Tape Deck, which as James explained in the On Deck, is our brand new YouTube series where James and I are going to show you highlights and we're going to give you analysis and we're going to give you complete coverage about a deck hockey event. I say event because while most episodes will be devoted to a specific game, this being the first episode, we wanted to give it a little bit of pomp and circumstance do it up nice and big. This first episode is going to be dedicated entirely to the 2019 Raleigh Street Hockey League Summer Shootout. The entire tournament, you've got the whole kit and caboodle, and it will be right there on YouTube for you to check out in all of its glory. And since it is a premiere, you will have the opportunity to live chat with us as it's going down. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. And, you know, tell us if you want more of these. We want to do more of these, but we want you to want it. So so come out on YouTube on Saturday the 28th, 1 o'clock, and watch it with us. And, and, and if you can't be there at that time, it'll still be there after the fact. But we'd love to have you join us right then and there for the premiere. So tape deck. It's going to be a thing. Yeah, and... Great reason for picking the uh, Raleigh Street Hockey League Summer Shootout is thanks to the excellent production that's already put into it, where Daniel Wilson, as if you haven't heard, listen a few podcasts back, where we finally had him on, hit the deck. But uh, Mr. Wilson has done such an excellent job over the years of covering the RSHL regular season two, but mainly when they do their uh, big summer shootouts and, and, and tournaments and stuff like that is uh, not only does he film it, but he does the play-by-play also. And, of course, we're really, really good friends and and the generosity and friendship that we appreciate so much from Mr. Kevin Frost. So uh, he's going to make an appearance, too. So uh, you have to have have him on for this, which we're so excited about. So that's why the American Rhino did such an excellent job, and and, and he's probably going to beat me up the next time he sees me for saying this, but he did such an excellent job of editing everything and putting it all together. And all I had to do was just show up and um, not get in his way. So hopefully I, I, I didn't get in too much of uh, the American Rhino's crease in the recording of Tape Deck. But it was so much fun. It was so exciting. And the hockey that was played, the deck hockey that was played in the summer shootout is some of the best you'll see. And that's another reason why the American Rhino decided to go with the RSHL to kick things off too. So if your league, if you have that much confidence in it, and even if you don't, you know, let us know. We'd love to um, have you be a part of Tape Deck too. Yeah, all we need is a video of the game. If you can point us to or send us a video, a, a reasonably well-shot video of your game, and you think it's worth highlighting for all the world to see, or, well, realistically, all the world that goes to our YouTube channel, but if you think it's worth that kind of coverage, the, the tape deck treatment, 
We want to hear from you. Email us at hit the deck. Deck is again spelled D E K. Hit the deck at gmail.com. Tweet at us at hit the deck pod or leave us a Facebook comment or a comment on the video for the first episode of Tape Deck on our YouTube channel. And and we want to hear from you. Absolutely. It, it was so much fun. It's a lot of work. It's a huge labor of love by the American Rhino, but I think that um, I'm looking forward to seeing the final product myself. But uh, and, and really a credit to your family as well for letting us turn your home into a studio and do all of that. So uh, must thank you and your lovely family as well for that, uh, your generosity. So that's much appreciated. But exactly, this is all for the fan out there and um, the promotion of deck hockey, which is what this podcast is all about because we love it. And there's a reason why everybody should at least know about deck hockey, if not be playing deck hockey. And there's no age discrimination. There's no discrimination at all, as a matter of fact, in deck hockey. So if you're a youngster and and you want to show us your games, and if you have footage of it, you don't need play-by-play or anything, we could take care of that for you. Uh, We'd love to see it, and we would love to have you be a part of Tape Deck. So, you know, doesn't matter, age, whatever, area, (laughs) as long as uh, you got the video for us to watch, we'd be happy to do our part. So once again, if you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, head over there and do that. So, uh, you know, you'll, you'll have quick and easy access to it. Hit the deck podcast is the YouTube channel. If you have subscribed, go back to our YouTube channel anyway, and click on that little bell icon, the notification icon. That way, when we do release our YouTube video, then you, you know, say, say it's Saturday at 1258 PM Eastern daylight time. And you've completely forgotten that you were going to watch tape deck. You'll get a little notification saying, Hey, tape deck is about to go live for its premiere or whatever. I don't know exactly what it's going to say. I don't, I don't work for YouTube, but it'll say something. It'll let you know that it's coming down the pipe and you can be like, Oh, I wanted to watch that. And you can go watch it. So, you know, go subscribe. Step one, subscribe. Step two, click that little bell notification and, you know, make sure you get notified. So whenever Hit the Deck posts a video, you will know about it. And we do appreciate the support from our play-by-play footage that we've put up on YouTube. So, yeah, if we could get that force for a tape deck and, and much, much more, then we know we're on the right track. So Saturday the 28th. Be there or be elsewhere, I guess. Those are your options. But uh, regardless, before that happens, prior to that happening, we uh, we do have one more uh, bit of tidying up to do here. So let, let's let's just do that. Last minute remaining in the podcast. Okay, so that is going to do it for another episode of Hit the Deck, episode 151. We would like to thank you sincerely for joining us here for another episode of Hit the Deck. Once again, if you are new, welcome. You've got deck. And so, you know, thank you for that. Thank you to bro Anthony Sajazi for providing <laughs> us with music. And, uh, you know, we, 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 really, we really are looking forward to the next thing. So... You know, we'll 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 all see that together, I guess. Once again, if you want to contact us for any reason, hit the deck at gmail dot com. Hit the deck pod on Twitter. Hit the deck on Facebook and Instagram and hit the deck podcast on YouTube. 
and subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Subscribe on YouTube. We went over why that was really important. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. It's important. It's vital. It's really, 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 really big. So please do that. And then, you know, once you've done doing that, once once you've been done doing that, come out and watch us once again, Saturday the 28th on YouTube at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And, you know, let's all collectively check out Tape Deck. James, is there anything you'd care to add here at the end? Yes, thank you. Sure. Looking for places to play deck? Please check out the Columbus Deck Hockey Association, the Charlotte Street Hockey League, the Raleigh Street Hockey League, the VAR Hockey League, the DCSH and DCHL, as well as Deck Superstars. And please donate to LaGrange Hockey and check out M Power Play. And uh, yeah, this weekend coming up with the recording of this podcast, a lot of really significant birthdays, at least in our lives, uh, including Batman Day on Saturday. Happy birthday to Mike Richter. And uh, two of my all-time favorite celebrity crushes in Sophia Loren and Faith Hill, they're also having birthdays. And I could not forget the most important, one of the most important women in my life, my lovely sister-in-law. Her birthday is coming up the day after Mike Richter's, who happens to be her favorite hockey player of all time, by the way. And she shares a birthday with Bruce Springsteen. So happy birthday, all these cool people, and thanks for listening. Thank you, James. One more reminder, we are going to be off next week, but we will see you on the other side of that. And until we see you again, it is imperative, dear listener, that we remind you, as always, that whether you are home from international combat or international competition, whether you are embarking on a brand new series or a brand new life journey, Regardless of what you find yourself doing, we would always encourage you to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. All right, and we'll see you there unless you are not there, in which case we will see the people who are there, there. So there. (laughs) Ah, I've taught you well, James. Yes, you have. (laughs) Good. Good. (laughs) <laughs> Good. <laughs> yes. Let the awful comedy flow through you. <laughs> Thank you, Master. <laughs>